Hi, Mike Gibson coming to you live from ESC 2010 here in Stockholm. I'm here with Laurent Bonello. Welcome. Thank you. I've always been a big fan of your work. Uh, you know, there is so much controversy out there about the importance of genetic testing and whether we can overcome uh, clopidogrel resistance. There seems to be an idea out there in the community that we can't overcome clopidogrel resistance, that, you know, you can only make so much of the active metabolite that there's this rate-limiting step that if you don't have that enzyme, you're stuck. But you have some very interesting data that says maybe we can overcome it. Tell us a little bit about what you did. Yeah, that's that's uh, completely true. There is uh, the feeling that uh, once you have uh, the loss of function allele, then uh, you will no longer be able to respond to clopidogrel. And uh, this is what we wanted to address. To standard doses of clopidogrel, but of you course. did something very different, right? Yeah, yeah. we, we tried to use the same uh, approach we have had uh, before, uh, is to tailor clopidogrel therapy according to reactivity monitoring. Now, usually we use uh, different types of things like light transmittance, agrigometry. You use something called VASP, a little different, right? Yeah, the VASP index is very uh, useful and very interesting for the practitioner because it's a very specific assay to assess P2 or to have a receptor uh, antagonist. So it's probably our best biopsy of the uh, platelet in that regard. Yeah, of uh, this specific regard. The specific pathway, exactly. the ADP pathway. So what did you do? How did you overcome the resistance? How much well, uh, did you we do? Did, uh, as we've did, uh, as we've done before, we tried to tailor therapy according to platelet reactivity. And we now have a threshold value to define ion treatment platelet reactivity using the VASP index. It will be published soon as a consensus. It's a 50%. So it's very useful and very easy to use. You are above 50%, you are low respondent. You are below 50%, you have a low rate, rate of events, you're a good respondent. So I'm an ACS patient. I come into your trial. I'm uh, above 50%. I'm not responding. And how much did I get, by the way? You get 600 milligrams. So, so I got 600. Mm -hmm. I didn't respond. What did you do? I give you another loading dose of clopidogrel. And when did you check my VASP again? The day after. Day 12 after. hours after, at least. And I'm still not responding. Then this goes on. You keep going. So yeah. how long did this go on for? Four times. Four times. So after up to, to 2.4 grams of yeah. clopidogrel. Are people able to swallow that much clopidogrel? Yeah, they can do that. I think that qualifies as a meal or something. You know? It's yeah. a lot of clopidogrel. It's a lot of so how often were you able to get people to respond with Well, it's dose? the same as uh, in a previous trial on the overall population. It's about 90% of patients that could be good responder using this uh, therapeutic strategy. So if you are identified genetically as a non-responder with high doses, you can overcome that 90%. Yes, you can. You can overcome that if you are heterozygote, but also if you're homozygote for the gene. We have only a small subset of the study population which has uh, homozygote, but in this patient also, almost all patients could be sensitized to clopidogram. So here's the important question. Is this ready for clinical practice? I mean, are you doing it yet at your hospital? Well, it's, uh, for us, it's uh, routine. Mm -hmm. We are using the Vespandex and tailoring the loading dose of clopidogrel in every patient. Of course, we are also using new antiplatelet agents in, uh, uh, in the right uh, indications. But for those who get clopidogrel, we need to tailor therapy. We have all the data available right now. So once someone gets there, what do you send them home on? I mean, they've gotten their... 600, 600, 600, 600, and what do you send them out the door on? Well, first of all, this uh, telling uh, the loading dose is very important because most events are uh, within the first 10 days. So 
once you've pre prevented these events, it maybe it's less important. Other, anyway, we used to give them 150 milligrams uh, of clopidogrel as maintenance dose. Maintenance. Any relationship to clinical events yet? Well, that's going to be in the future, right? That's going to be in the future, of course. Congratulations. Thank Great you very work. Much. Always a big fan of what you've done. Great. And thank you today for joining us live here from ESC 2010 from Stockholm.